0: It's time to pull up a chair and open your Bible for today's Bible study segment of Naomi's Table. Now, here's our teacher, Ruth Christian. Greeting, friends. Well, here we are again, um, sitting at the table, if you will, <laughs> gathering around the Word, something I just absolutely love to do, and I hope you do too. I'm looking forward to what truth God wants to bring to our hearts and uh, speak to our hearts you know that maybe we need to live out. Maybe we haven't been, um, but just uh, revealing truth to us today. In the previous two studies, we've we've heard God's heart through John, because you know John's writing under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit concerning the importance of dealing with sin in our life in order to maintain our fellowship with God and with other believers. Now today we're going to. Uh, look at chapter 2 verses 3 through 6 and we hope to get an understanding of the fruit of fellowship in our lives how it affects our life and our walk with God so let's read verses 3 through 6 it says now by this we know that we know him if we keep his commandments he who says I know him and does not keep his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in him But whoever keeps his word, truly the love of God is perfected. And here he's really saying is being matured in him, is being perfected in him. By this we know that we are in him. He who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk just as he walked. Well, in these verses, I think you can notice right away that a key word is repeated. And that word is know. This is not knowing about him. This is not an intellectual knowledge. In the Greek, the word know um, has several meanings. And in the Bible, when we see it, it has several meanings. Here, it is not about knowing about Jesus. Uh, Many people know many things about Jesus, but don't know him. For 38 years of my life, I called myself a Christian, but I didn't know him. By the context, we can tell here there's something different about this knowing, because the fruit of it is obedience. There are the the Greek word being used here is gnosko, and in the Vine's Dictionary again, it gives a great. Definition. It says, This means knowledge obtained not by mere intellectual activity, but by the operation of the Holy Spirit when we accept Christ. Christ has been revealed to us and experienced by us through the witness of the Holy Spirit in our hearts. Evidence of someone knowing God and having fellowship with Him is that they keep His commandments. A simple, loving obedience is a natural result of fellowship with God, of being in Christ, of knowing Him. Then uh, John uses a contrast between saying and doing. If you remember, I said in a past lesson that he's going to do that. He loves to use contrast, and he does that here. So in verse 4, he says... um, If you know him and don't keep his commandments, you're a liar and the truth is not in you. The truth of this is so certain in John's mind that if a person does not live a life marked by obedience, their claim to um, loving God and to having fellowship with God, to knowing him experientially can be fairly challenged. And in verse 5, it says, But whoever keeps his word, truly the love of God is perfected or is being matured in him. John also makes the link between our obedience here and the love of God. This, uh, this perfected, uh, meaning matured or maturing that's that's going on, this perfected, it's also, it also means that our love is being matured and perfected. Our love for God that's being matured and perfected will show itself in obedience. By this we know that we are in him. Then he ends that. In other words, we love him, we keep his commandments. The presence of this obedience and love gives us assurance. You know, it assures us in our hearts that we're in Jesus. When one becomes a true Christian there's a change in her relationship with sin. Sin's not eliminated in the in the believer's life until she goes to glory, but her relationship to sin is changed when we truly become a Christian. A Christian no longer loves sin as she once did, no longer brags about sin as she once did, no longer plans to sin as she once did, no longer Finally, remembers her sin as she once did, and a Christian no longer is comfortable in habitual sin as she once was. Well, you get the idea. Of this we can be certain. If sin is on the throne of our life, Christ is not. And then in verse 6 he says, He who says he abides, that's the key word here, in him, himself also to walk just as he walked. The word abide is the word um, meno and it means to stay in. stay in what well a given place, state, relation or expectancy. So it can be translated remain, dwell, continue, abide. So if you take that back it says he who says he remains in Christ, dwells in him, continues in him, abides in him, must also walk just as he walked. If we're abiding in Jesus, remaining in him, continuing in him, we will walk as he walked, notice, living lives of obedience and love as he did with his father. The most important teaching on abiding is Jesus' own, recorded in the Gospel of John, and we're going to look at that in a future lesson. So we're going to walk as he walked, so that means we walk as he did in his everyday walk with God the Father. The spiritual power evident in the life of Jesus flowed from a faithful, regular, disciplined life of fellowship and obedience. One commentator says this about these verses. He says, The point here is that one who knows God will increasingly lead a righteous life. For God is righteous. It does not mean that he will be sinless. God has already, or I'm sorry, John has already shown us that anyone who claims this is lying. He said that back in chapter 1. It simply means that he will be moving in a direction marked out by the righteousness of God. If he does not do this, if he is not increasingly dissatisfied with and distressed by sin, he is not God's child. So, chapter 1, verse 5 through chapter 2, verse 6, concerning sin and fellowship, this is what John has declared. The Christian does not walk in habitual sin. Sin is disobedience. The secret to conquering our sins, to having victory over sin, is to walk in the light. Chapter 1, verse 7. Walk in the light of God's word. To walk in the light means to be open and honest, to be sincere with God, with ourselves, with others. Obedience to his commandments This is the proof of our love for him and that we have fellowship with him. The words of John, you know, it's interesting in so many ways throughout this letter, but here as well, definitely come from the teaching of Jesus in John 14. The Holy Spirit definitely brought to remembrance his Lord's words. Listen to what he said. This is Jesus. Uh, chapter 14, we've got uh, verses 20, 21, 23, and 24 that I'll be reading here. And you'll notice how they parallel what John is taught. Jesus says, At that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father. And I will love him and manifest myself to him. Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home in him. He who does not love me does not keep my words, and the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. The heart of a true believer who is in fellowship with God, is to do his will. We really mean it (laughs) when we pray, your will be done. We have the privilege of saying, Lord, even though I struggle and fall sometimes, I see the beauty of holiness and the rightness of your ways. I desire with all of my heart to do what you say. Is this your heart, my friend? If it is, you're in him and you know him keep walking in the light, following the example of Christ. Until next time, stay close to Jesus and keep looking up.